Hello, and thank you for joining us here at IED Sports. It's the beginning of our Halloween weekly special. Thank you for joining us. We're talking NFL football. Steve, it's that time of year again. How you doing, buddy? I I cannot believe the change in the sound to our opening. Oh, my God. How did you do that? <laughs> it is what it is. Listen, hey. We go big on Halloween here at IED Sports, and today we're talking about our favorite monsters of the NFL. We are giving our superlative awards, comparing monsters to players in the National Football League. We'll talk a little bit about how this is going to work by jumping right into it. Let's talk about the Frankenstein's monster. Now, superhuman strength and speed, this freak mutant is a combination of skill sets. This monster makes it seem as if he really is a science experiment now when you think of you know like chemists somewhere biologists putting together the perfect player the the speed the strength the size the speed adjusted speed uh, height, height adjusted speed score all those great things you got to think about dk metcalf so he yeah. is my frankenstein's monster for this season matchup nightmare what a physical specimen even showed up to sign his first contract with his shirt off just to show just to show out that's what he's doing DK Metcalf, I don't think anyone could disagree. Frankenstein's monster, it's a great pick. <laughs> I mean, the dude the dude came hungry. You know, I remember last year when the Seahawks were playing the Detroit Lions and the defensive coordinator was like, Man, you remind me, you remind me of a less talented um Calvin Johnson. And DK Metcalf just destroyed them. Like, oh my God. He went off, he went off for I think for almost 200 yards in that game. Absolutely can't wait to watch him play a little bit tonight. We know without Russell Wilson, he's going to need to really step up and make some magic happen, use those hands. Um, I hope he's got good gloves on tonight. Looks like it's going to be a little uh, poor weather down there in Seattle, but that's how we're playing it. I'm going to name a monster or a common uh, theme around Halloween, and we're going to talk about players who bring those traits. When you think of Frankenstein's monster, someone who is is put together by like a chemist, like like, like in, in the laboratory, who are you thinking of? I mean, it's got to be Derrick Henry. It has to be. You know, last night, last night I made a Twitter thread about Derrick Hun- Der- Henry, and I'm just going to paraphrase it here. He is the number one running back in fantasy football by 61.2 points. He, he is the only running back this season to have to have multiple 30 point games. He is the only running back with a 40 point fantasy game. He has three um three touchdown games this season. And now he has a passing touchdown to his name. So all he needs is a receiving touchdown and he'll have all three on the, all three types of touchdowns that you can get on the season aside from punt and kick return touchdowns. Absolutely. I love Derrick Henry. And you know, when you talk about a beast, he really is a monster. Look at his size. Do you remember those preseason pictures where it came out um him with Okay, who was who was the backup running back to him this year? Uh, Deion Lewis that year, 2019, I think it was. Oh, yeah, um, they yeah. looked like they were different uh, human beings. I mean, it just looked like s- someone walking with their son down the street. I, I mean, mean, I mean, how, the size how is, is just some, not fair. How is someone that huge so fast? Like last last week when he played the Buffalo Bills, I saw him just hit one crease. He split between two defenders, and then he and then they just couldn't catch him. The dude is like six foot eight or something like that. And, and people can't catch him. It's ridiculous. Weight adjusted speed score. That's what it's all about in the NFL nowadays. And absolutely, Derrick Henry, great choice for Frankenstein's monster. Let's move on to another great 
Halloween beast here, the werewolf. Some would call it lucky that you only see the werewolf's full power once in a full moon. This deadly monster, but it only shows up once a month. This is a trick one because uh, werewolves are scary. You do not want to run into these guys. You, you mm-hmm. watch uh, like those old school like Buffy the Vampire Slayer movies. You know what the werewolf is packing. But you're safe most of the time. Full moon only comes around once a month. And my pick for werewolf this season has got to be TJ Hawkinson. I mean, talk about someone who's scary, but only once a month this season. TJ Hawkinson has three games under four receptions and 45 yards. Those games are sandwiched by games with eight plus receptions. He's become the ultimate boomer bust tight end. That's less predictable each week. His talent should have a much bigger role on this team. I would love to talk about that. The scheme that that is failing TJ Hawkinson right now, but a lot's failing TJ Hawkinson. Right a lot now. is failing TJ Hawkinson right there. I guess that's fair enough. He can only put it together when the moon is full and his team is at home. Something else kind of to, to check out. TJ Hawkinson has great home stats. His home away splits are almost like Ertzian. Remember we talked about Ertz with those weird home away splits a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. My werewolf pick, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, I mean, the the guy, I, I, had, I had him projected for like almost uh, over 150 receptions. And he's just, he's, you know, the, the, it, 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 he has Jared Goff as his quarterback. I mean, enough said there. You know, it, 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 it's uh, golf is not the answer for this team. I think once they have a reliable quarterback there, I think that he will be just an every day, t- uh, every week tight end. I agree. I hope that comes true. But for right now, TJ Hawkinson wants a full moon, our werewolf pick. Who do you have? Um, For me, uh, this is the, this one hurts to go with it. But, you know, I have to go with Sam Darnold. Like, so excited to see him go to Carolina in the first four weeks of the season. He was phenomenal, averaging 23.44 points a game. He even had that phenomenal, uh, he even had that phenomenal week three game, week three or week four game against the Cowboys where he put up like, yeah, week four where he put up 33.54 points. But ever since, like, ugh. He, it, yeah, his, yeah. His 17 game pace for through the first four weeks was 398.48 points, but the last three games, averaging 9.2 points per game, he's now on a uh, he's now on pace for his final 10 games to finish with 92. Ugh. Now I know why that is, and it's because he was always bad at quarterbacking. But for the first four weeks of the season, he led the league in rushing touchdowns. That's going to give a quarterback one rushing touchdown, six points. That's the same as a 50 yard touchdown pass and and that's where he was getting all his money you know how i feel about sam darnold there was no love loss between the two of us i've been uh uh off for all time even that's in the fair. off season hey he's gonna be better without gaze but we don't know what his better is turns out his better it's not that good i mean we, we'll have to see how he goes through the rest of the season whatever magic he had in those first four games rule needs to find a way to reignite it and get him back under that full moon well, he hasn't played well in October, so maybe uh, maybe there's there's one coming up somewhere around the corner. Yeah. Let's jump and talk about the mummy. Some thought this monster was dead, so he was wrapped up and sent off, but they were sorely mistaken. As a member of the undead, they have more to offer in the afterlife. For this, commonly we use this for players who are traded, playing much better in their new homes, someone who's maybe left for dead, and uh, now they're out there doing it. Yeah. For me, I'm starting with Ryan Tannehill. Drafted in 2012 to the Miami Dolphins, suffered through three years of Joe Philbin and then three years of Adam Gase. He went 42 and 46 in his first 88 games and was sent along with the sixth round pick 
to the Titans in exchange for two picks. In his first year filling in after Mariota's benching, he went seven for three and took the Titans within a game of the Super Bowl. He is 22 and 10 lifetime record with Tennessee and has proved that this mummy who is shipped off and left for dead traded for literally nothing to become a backup quarterback actually became a scary monster once his casket in Miami was closed. This past weekend in particular, we was efficient. 21 completions on 27 attempts for 270 yards. One touchdown win interception versus KC and Tennessee put it to them. 27 to three final oh score. Oh my God, they thumped him so bad. Now, in fairness, Mahomes didn't have a chance to make a fourth quarter comeback. He was pulled after an injury, but Ryan Tannehill looked like the better player. That's why he's my mummy pick. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, people are talking about, oh, the the efficiency isn't going to continue. He's only really had one bad game this season, and it was against the Jets. You know, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, against the Jets because he was down both Julio and A.J. Brown because he played well against the Cardinals. You know, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, Tannehill, Tannehill, you know, he's not going to be that top 15 quarterback that we all thought he would be. He's right. He's right inside the top 20 right now. But, you know, he he's efficient and he it's only it's only like there was another monster on his team that, uh you know, it's, it's a run first team. That <laughs> offense, you know, is run around Derrick Henry, not Ryan Tannehill. But Tannehill's been good enough to carry the team um, to put up in good situations yeah. and to cover up for, you know, you know, the laps. You can't just stack the box. Tannehill is good enough that you need to stay honest. Is that fair? Oh, yes. Your pick. My pick I mean, somebody that I was so excited for this entire offseason, Matthew Stafford. I love the trade when it happened. And as of now, Stafford is throwing three, 310.28 passing yards per game and is averaging 2.57 touchdowns a game with only half, uh, just over half an interception. Stafford right now is on pace for 5,274 yards. 43.7 touchdowns and 9.7 interceptions to break that down in fantasy. He's scoring 23.18 points per game. That puts him on a 17 game pace for 394.1 points. And so far he is meeting and may surpass the expectations I had for him. You know, this was a, this is a, a trade I was excited to see play out and I'm so happy with so far. I was waiting to see on Matt Stafford and playing in mostly one quarterback leagues. I'm okay with that. I'm okay missing. But, man, he really does look good. If you've seen him play, he was all of the Detroit Lions for all those years. Now he's on a much better team, much better system, much better coach. It's it's all coming together. I'm interested in seeing how long he could keep that streak alive. Maybe it is for all 16 games. Maybe he does slump a little bit later. But, I mean, at, in the preseason, it, it was all written there. All those running backs went down on the Rams, and he's all they had. Yeah. So they had to rely heavily on Matt Stafford, and he, he's balling. <laughs> yeah. Not to not to mention, you know, even though it's not a trade or anything like Cooper Cup, you know, last two seasons he was riddled with injuries, and people were wondering if he was ever going to be true to form again. And now, and now he's the number one wide receiver by almost forty points. Love it. Let's talk about the ghosts. The ghost is one of the spirit of the deceased, and it takes many forms in the natural world, but among their best tricks, becoming invisible and popping up in the most useful places. Who is your ghost pick for your best surprise player? And I'm going to go with the chalk here and just say Cordero Patterson. I mean, he <laughs> laid dormant for most of his mortal life. Cordero Patterson has become a scary threat in the afterlife. Not many players wait until they're age 30 before they become fantasy relevant, but Peterson jumped out here. 
Patterson jumped out here and yelled, boo. <laughs> he had games with just six rushes and six or seven targets. And then this week comes where he rushes 14 times in the game, runs for 60 and a touchdown. You don't know what his usage is going to be week from week. Sometimes he lines up as a wide receiver. Sometimes he's a running back. Sometimes he's playing 15% of the snaps. Sometimes he's on the field for a much larger workload. And he's available in fantasy leagues, sometimes as a running back, sometimes as a wide receiver. He is the trick player. He is a surprise player for this season. And if you drafted him, he was drafted in almost no leagues as kind of as a special teams player. You were very heavily surprised. He's running back eight or wide receiver nine on the season. That dual, again, dual position eligibility in some platforms really pays off. I think Cordero Patterson, his floor is pretty high. His ceiling is pretty high for the rest of the season. They're not going to stop using him because he has been efficient. He has been without any large mistakes so far this season and definitely my ghost pick for this season. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he as you said, he's running back eight on the season. I don't count him as a wide receiver. He's getting too many touches to to be counted towards a um, wide receiver, in my opinion. Um, it, you know, it, it, he's only three point. He's only three points behind Aaron Jones. Yeah, at two point six, actually, to be more specific, you know, and for and for a couple of seasons out of the out of the season, a couple of weeks out of the season, he was the number two running back. This is, you know, you're right. Like he waited until his 30s. Nobody had any expectations for him. And now and now, you know, he he's one of the few players that it, that has had a three touchdown game. Or maybe he's always been there. He's always been this good. And they just haven't used him. They haven't put those. uh, What are those like? ghost glasses on from uh, ghostbusters now you can yeah. see everyone yeah but you know i i mean hey arthur smith was the was derrick henry's running back uh, i mean offensive coordinator in, in tennessee so maybe he's unlocked some of that derrick henry magic could be who is your ghost pick for best surprise player of the year so far steve oh my god i have to go with hollywood brown you know, I, 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 this is the only time I'm going to talk about this. But at the beginning of the season, I had Hollywood Brown projected as my 66 wide receiver with 126.7 points. And so far, he is averaging 5.28 receptions, 80, 80.86 yards per game, and 0.86 touchdowns a game. His 17-game pace is um is is for is for 80, is for almost 90 receptions over 1300 almost 1400 yards and and almost 15 touchdowns to put that into more fantasy numbers he is currently wide receiver five on the year and already has 114 points he's gonna pass your projections up next week oh yes yes Yes, he is. I had him. Pro- I had him projected at one hundred and twenty-six point seven points, and, and and you know he's averaging sixteen point two nine points per game, and is on a seventeen game, game pace of two hundred and seventy-six point eight six fantasy points this season. Love it. Great ghost pick, Hollywood Brown. I I think that that is no one saw a, a big surprise. Yeah, he 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 was not that good this first two seasons. Well, he, he wasn't used. He's in a run first offense, and and that I understand and. Um, what I think, you know, the the Ravens have thrown the ball more than I thought they would. That's for sure. And they've been less effective on the ground. I think Lamar Jackson has been less effective overall. Yeah. And I think that when that happens, you need your players to step up. And, and that's when Hollywood Brown was called on. Again, I think these both these cases, Cordero Patterson and Hollywood Brown, we're talking good NFL players. We're talking great athletes. We're just looking at them in a different light now. And, I, yeah. and their coaches are using them in a different way. 
Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, I, I mean, and you know, just going back to Lamar real quick, Lamar, you know, he may not be the effective runner that he has been, but he's still quarterback four on the season right now, just ahead of Kyler Murray. You know, it, it, it's it, 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 he wanted to improve being a thrower. I mean, he's he's done a good job of it, and and I'm excited to see what happens when rookie Rashad Bateman gets in the mix too. Let's talk about the headless horseman. This member of the undead searching for a command center replacement, looking every year for a head to make his own. We commonly use players for this who need a new head coach, the headless horseman who's looking for that uh, that brain. I got to start with Justin Fields. I mean, Matt Nagy just stinks. Now he stinks and has COVID, so he'll be out all this week. There's no game plan for a mobile quarterback there. When Justin Fields stepped up, we all thought, wow, they're going to, change the game they're going to change the game style justin fields isn't a pocket quarterback nothing changed nothing changed when matt uh, when justin fields came on the field they did not have a plan he was getting left out to dry getting sacked getting knocked all over the field matt nagy has got to go for his abuse of justin fields that's why justin fields who i believe still has a great talent and will be a great nfl quarterback just not with matt nagy because he is the headless horseman yeah I, I fully agree. Uh, I mean, you know, Mitchell Trubisky, you know, we, we tip the, the quarterback before him. We typically see him as more of a mo- mobile quarterback, but he, but he just, he wasn't really like a run, a running quarterback. He just moved the pocket or moved around in the pocket, you know, and, and but Justin, but Justin Fields, he is, he is a lot like Lamar Jackson where he, where, you know, he gets out of the pocket and if there's still nothing there, he scrambles. And they're not making, and they're not designing plays for him to do that. And they're not designing a pocket. Yeah, he can't get out of the pocket when there is no pocket. Let's move on to your headless horseman pick. Someone who's looking for a new command center. Oh, I mean, if you're going with Justin Fields, I have to go with Trevor Lawrence. And I, and I'm pretty sure if Alex is watching right now, Alex would be, uh, you know, Sir Alex would probably be lauding this yes. pick because I mean, Urban Meyer. I just don't trust him by all me, by all the things I'm hearing about this guy. He just doesn't have the heart to be an NFL head coach. You know, the USC job being up for grabs. Then the club incident was just the tipping point for me. I had given him the benefit of the doubt, you know, just transitioning. Maybe he wasn't going to be that Cliff Kingsbury or Matt rule, but Trevor Lawrence is such a great NFL talent. And he has had some great moments, especially, especially the last couple of weeks that he has played. And I want to see him with a coach that that's going to help him to, develop the young quarterback in a positive way and help unleash this potential. And, and, you know, and that, and that same thing goes for LaVishka, Chenault and James Robinson. I mean, still taking Travis Etienne in the first round. Look, I understand that they want a Kadarius Tony, but you know, they, they needed so much help on defense. Why would you race wasted on a running back? <laughs> Love it. Urban Meyer um, is, is the missing head here in, in Matt Nagy, I guess, too. To a great two great headless horseman picks here let's finish up and this one is new this year the skeleton this member of the undead skips all the frills and flesh to provide a more bare bones approach this halloween favorite is great at fighting above his weight class whatever that means to you steve to me it means hunter renfro renfro weighs in at 510 185 pounds looks more like an esports athlete than an nfl player however he has two 600-yard seasons in his career and has 399 yards, two touchdowns in 2021, making him wide receiver 30. 
Remember him in Clemson? He was no superstar, but he was the same chain mover he is now. And who can forget his two-touchdown game in the 2016 National Championship? Definitely playing above his weight class. He looks like he plays a different sport than a lot of wide receivers out there. But so far, he's been a high-end wide receiver three in my skeleton pick for 2021. Yeah, I mean, as you said, he's wide receiver 31. He's only he's only three points behind his his teammate um, Henry Ruggs, and he's only and he's less than a point behind um, Cardinals' third wide receiver uh, AJ Green. Like the the guy the guy is producing. He has 69.9 points. Yeah, he's just he's just been consistent throughout the season. He's he's only had one game under seven points. And we're and gonna see was, how he gets used now with you know switching coaches mid-season that's never easy but when Carr looks down for a safety blanket it's hunter renfro running in the slot i love Mm -hmm. it yeah so my skeleton pick is going to have people like thinking what am i thinking but i want everyone to just hear me out on this and i'm going with jalen hurts here because the eagles they are two and five and in the five games that this team has lost here's a look at their average points per quarter for uh, you know just the just the Eagles average points in quarter 1 they average 6.8 points which is under a touchdown quarter 2 they don't even they don't even um average a point point 0.6 points in quarter 3 just over a field goal 3.4 points in quarter 4 10.4 points that is a huge 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 jump all this has been garbage uh, time. Uh, 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 yeah, all the all of Hertz games have been in the twenties, so he has been consistent. So again, why, why, why am I saying that somebody that has had twenty points in every game and is currently quarterback three on the season, you know, it, 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 you know, it, why? Well, he's scoring all of his points in the fourth quarter. To me, Hertz is equivalent to 2015-2016 Allen Robinson. Those two seasons that he played for the Jaguars and getting all of his scores in garbage time, which is great for fantasy for now because if the Eagles keep on losing games and such, then Hertz will most likely see the bench. And also, by the way, they're in the running for Deshaun Watson. So, yeah. I I don't see Deshaun Watson. I, I, I keep saying this. Don't see him playing in the NFL. But you got Joe Flacco there. You got Gardner Minshew who can sling the rock. I mean, you might as well have Gardner Minshew as your backup quarterback and something that you could just plug and play, set it and forget it. Um, He's Jalen Hurts can't be worse. Can't be better. I mean... (laughs) It I is mean, what it but, is, right? But it, you know, you said Joe Flacco. They just traded the the Eagles just traded Joe Flacco to the Jets because because Zach Wilson is hurt. So yeah, that uh, I mean, you, you're right about Minshew, but oh my god, like Jalen hurts your skeleton pick. Yeah. I hey, as long as we're talking fantasy, he can keep putting the points up on the board. I own him in uh, super flex leagues. <laughs> I had him as my. Uh, quarterback i think six or seven on the season and he's putting up those numbers i don't care when he does it in fact the worse eagles are getting blown out the more jalen hurts is going to put on the board you are welcome take them all yeah and they have no run game and now miles sanders might be missing sometime i i i just can't we hope you enjoyed our halloween special here at i80 sports you can catch us all week long we're doing nba NHL, NFL, Major League Soccer, all those bring you great Halloween content. Happy Halloween, everyone, and thank you for joining us here at I-80 Sports. <laughs>